0: With the Step It Up March customer kudos, the more you get, the more we give. And with the launch of our newest products, how can you resist? Whether you're making a $75, $125, or a $175 purchase, you'll be rewarded with phenomenal free gifts. Visit LacyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. March customer kudos run until March 31, 2017. While supplies last, some exclusions apply. and I am not Nina Flowers. Hi, I'm Lexi Diamond, and I'm not Nina Flowers. And this is We We Are Not Nina Nina Flowers. Flowers. Hello, Lexi
1: Diamond. Hello, Lexi Drawers. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm super. Look
0: at you laughing. You're trying really hard.
1: (laughs) So we have a special guest in the room today, and I'm really excited because... Every single one of you knows who she is, but at the same time has absolutely no idea who the fuck this bitch is. She's that one queen who towers over everybody and intimidates everybody, and she, like, says hi to everyone, but she makes you really uncomfortable all at the same time, like, I don't. I fucking love you. Hi, Elsafafa.
0: I love. I love that it's like she's so friendly, but she makes you so uncomfortable. And she's gluing her hair down now, so she's she's a professional. Professional.
1: She's, prof- she's here. She was here on time, bitch. Was she was she? here before you were. I uh, know. Like fifteen
0: minutes before you. I could do things, guys. <laughs> I, was to, I couldn't even get the coffee fi- coffee pot fixed before she got here. Oh, I'm so That's how bad it is. Yeah, we had to come over here to get some coffee. This shitty coffee over here. Yeah, it's not so great. Yeah. All right, should we talk about what's new? What? All right. So first things first, sweetie, NYC has passed away. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is very sad. She's Mimi's drag mom. I think think so. Yeah. She was also in Tuang Fu.
2: She was a straight-up veteran.
0: Yeah, she was a pro. She. Did a lot of things for the New York gay community and drag community because getting certain plays and musicals produced in New York is already hard enough, but when you have drag performers doing it, it was like automatically like you can't. Oh yes, yeah. so she. Yeah, it's not the '70s. People, yeah, it, it doesn't have the curiosity factor. It used right. To. So she definitely changed things. So rest in peace, sweetie. Thank for, you so much, How did sweetie. She, pass she had her. cancer. Yeah.
2: at least it wasn't like something like horrible and violent
0: right yeah exactly like everybody else
1: apparently well given the situation that we're in in this country that's a very real reality right now so yeah Yeah. it's but anyway
0: rest in peace sweetie uh one of the other things RuPaul's Drag Race is now casting for season 10 auditions are open oh already are casting done it um, yeah um this is actually new how they do it every Mm -hmm. year before it's like a giant packet of here's stuff you have to sign your life away you have to send me this you have to do this here's also a bunch of questions that you have to fill out this time it was just questions
2: i think they're ne- i think they're going to use it as like a first first yeah round poll. so here's what
0: it's doing is you have like a list of 50 or 60 questions and they're all brand new questions they- i've not seen any of these questions before
2: it, they they weren't really that weird I mean, they're just different. Yeah, Is no, that... it was. It was different, because I've, I've, I've done all the paperwork for... Because oh, I'm, I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch that, have two years in a row, I got an email from one of the producers, they're like, would you be interested in auditioning? So that was seven and eight. And seven, I sent it, I did it all, sent it in, I was like drunk as shit, edited it drunk, watched it later and was like, no wonder they didn't pick me. Mm. Wow. Um, <laughs> and then season eight, I was sober. So, I actually had the paperwork, and I was like, they own my face for a year. Yup. <laughs> maybe not too year. but it should have been eight,
0: I would have killed eight. Probably. I don't have the budget for nine and ten. Right. So you go through, you do these questions, They're new questions, and then they choose from there if they're gonna send you the releases. So then they'll send you the medical releases and the legal releases and all of that. But you have to be approved from the questions first. Then, if you get past that, then you get the video requirements. So it's done in three different segments this time. Good. And it's due by May 7th this time, which is earlier than usual. It's usually end of May. Um, So that's interesting. It's also open earlier than usual. I,
2: I, I also heard, heard that any they're anymore. now accepting auditions from BioQueens. They are, yeah. Good! Good!
0: Um, what about Kings? The thing is, is it never says that you have to be male or a gay male. It doesn't say that you have to do any of that. I think people were just afraid to. Now that it's moved to VH1, they're a little bit more open about maybe bringing in some BioQueens or drag kings. Or it
2: could be that RuPaul's Secret Progressiveness where it's like, RuPaul, because you know RuPaul pays attention, yeah, has his pulse out, knows that there's this huge conversation, so why keep it closed? Yeah. That's maybe, a step forward. Maybe.
0: So that's awesome. So if you want to audition, get to rdrcasting.com and start your audition today. See you there. Uh, all right, let's talk about what happened on Drag Race, our first episode of season, what was this, 10? Nine. 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 Can I be candid? Yeah, go for Can it. Can I be
1: that bitch? is um, There was a lot of like... Build up to this and I don't know whether it was because nobody got eliminated or I don't know what it was about the how episode That I was still waiting for something to happen by the time the episode ended Well because
2: there was, there was the, the shadowy figure approaching the stage That was,
1: if does it is it catty to say, is it bad to say that that was the most interesting thing I saw on the episode? I thought, I thought everyone was, I was surprised that a couple of the girls kind of went in and were kind of being dicks already Anyone else notice that? I wonder if they edited, edited, edited. And <laughs> I wonder if they made the edit that way on the first
2: episode. I, you know, I'm sick of that blame the edit shit. I am sick of that blame the edit shit. But that's a real reality, though. It, I mean, it, I, I know, it, I know exactly where you're coming from. Yes. But it's like if you said it, then you said it, and that means the footage exists that could be cut together to make you look like a dick. Fifi. Agreed. Agreed.
0: We we are actually going to have a full discussion on the Fifi edit. But the thing with the edit is yes it is you did say it, but it's also what was cut around it mm. that made you look. Oh like
2: worse. fucking season three where there were like reaction shots for no reason right. for people that weren't even in the conversation. Right. Where like you could tell like that people were like opposite ends of the room and someone would be like, no. Nah, nah. and then it just shows something like Yeah, stay right.
0: facing. Yeah. I was like, that right. That's the opposite side is yes, you did say these things and yeah, it made you look like an asshole, but you could have had other things that were said around it. That would have lessened that blow mm-hmm. if a full conversation had been shown. Mm-hmm. Well that's why the environment's so stressful. Right. That's but that's also reality TV. Like that's what you have to know you're getting into. <laughs> oh totally Oh totally. Like
2: I I have no I have no sympathy for a girl that gets on drag race and then is like, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Right.
1: You, you know, been, yes, you did. There's been eight <laughs> seasons prior at this point. Like, you should know. We have to do Snatch
2: Game?
0: What? What,
1: what? what is this? That's why you go to Drill Race. So no one got
0: eliminated. We did get told that there's going to be a 14th Queen. What do you think it is? There's a lot of speculation going around right now. I don't know why, but I think it's Coco. Just the height, I could
2: tell that the person's short. Coco, Coco- Montrese. No. I don't think so. I'm sure it's not, but I can dream. You can't, do. are you a big fan of Koga? I, I love pretty much every girl yeah. that's been on Drag Race. I am not that discriminatory. There's only some I've had sex with though.
1: Only a couple. Agreed. <laughs> Um, And I mean, milk isn't on my list Well, I mean, I don't want to be that queen But I'm going to be that queen I, like, looked on Reddit and saw what Reddit said Oh, I hate Reddit I know, I know, it ruins everything But there's a lot of speculation that maybe Cynthia Lee Fontaine is coming back And so that's what they think And you know what, there wasn't The look of the the outfit Mm -hmm. is totally Cynthia but if you look at, also they did a close-up on her ass, which is yeah. her cuckoo, and I'm like, I, I, I seriously think it's my name is C. <laughs> well,
0: and there's a picture going around with her and Chi Chi Devane, um, with that hair. Oh my god, if it that is... That hair is pretty, I mean... Distinct? Yeah.
1: Well, it, actually my boyfriend, because he's become quite the Drag Race fan, he was like, it's Chi Chi, and I was like, I don't think it's Chi Chi Devane. I really don't. I think that's, whoever it is, I'm certain they're short. Cynthia is not very tall. She's
0: not. She's not Yeah, very tall. so this is the picture going around with Chi Chi. Oh, that's, oh yeah, from Fashion Photo Review. That hair. That's definitely that hair. She's <laughs> short. She's very skinny. And she's got an ass. <laughs> and she does. They did focus a lot on her... <laughs> uh, My cuckoo! Her cuckoo! Yeah. So, we got another episode coming up in two days, so let's hope... Uh, I would be so thrilled. I would, I would be happy, especially because she had cancer when she was on before. Um, <laughs> it kind of affects your performance. <laughs> right? Yeah, kind of. But I'm also a little upset because there are a lot of drag queens that audition for this show. And Cynthia's already won Miss Congeniality, has already gotten the fame from it. Like,
2: But, but see, Katya and Trixie talk about this all the time when they do interviews. Drag Race and drag in general is starting to have this trend of becoming, like serpent that eats its tail. It's becoming so right. self-referential that this is just another step toward, like, creating, like, a drag race universe. Right. Which is sort of, like, good and bad, right? Where drag becomes, like, where, like, someone's like, oh, I'm wearing this, I'm wearing this hair because I saw the color on so-and-so. That's good and bad. It's like, oh, you're trying new things, but you did it because you saw someone else do it. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like Katya and I are both bored with the drag scene both want something different, so... I, I like, I think... I'm nice just, nice. I... No, no
2: offense to the twirling, <laughs> like, kick, spin, dive bitch in the room. I want to see... Yeah, I take it.
0: I want to see... Yeah, because it's totally, uh, <laughs> Oh my god, I hear, <laughs> you do
2: a shablam, but then that, 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 the, the impact on the ground knocks all the flesh out of you. And you're yes. like, yes.
1: I didn't know Aaron was in the room, though, if you're talking about the twirling, kicking...
2: I just like I want to see like that's why I really like um, uh, her her because I love seeing more like like this is a moment to tell a story like Mm -hmm. this is a moment when you're on stage to do more like if you have a fantastic dance routine then good on you like your number for first week ultimate queen was fucking incredible because your choreography was stunning and everybody was in synchro Mm -hmm. but like I also really like seeing someone like I'm actually just gonna perform this number and then of course there's
1: certain people that are like,
2: you didn't speed kick a dove once and I'm like, because I'm interesting.
1: Right, because I have other things going for it, but that's part, you know what, it's funny that you bring that up though because that's part of the reason why I chose to do the kind of number that I did for Ultimate Queen is because I've almost gotten tired of myself just going on stage dancing and looking pretty, which is what I used to live for before. You know, that was my thing. I was like, I look fish. I can kick I can dance Like that's the kind of thing I do That black cat number When you did Heartbreaker Yes Spins yes. Still to this day I remember That's one of my favorite numbers Yeah but like I kind of want to progress from. That's not going away Anytime no. soon that side of me Is always going to be there But I want to progress Into something that's a little bit More meaningful That starts making people Think a little bit more Which is why I had This Trump Security guard Slap me in the face And have Trump Basically rob my pussy During the number Like that's that says something, you know, that's going on. That's like a live doc- like, dialogue. I was, so, I was so-
2: amused at the idea of Foxy being sexually aggressive.
1: I know, it was kind of weird. I was like, no, grab my pussy. And she's like, I don't want to- I was like, grab my fucking non-existent pussy, goddammit! Like, it was really funny. It was real
0: fun during the rehearsals, so. So what else happened? Give me a recap on Ultimate Queen, because I was in the hospital, oh, so I um, could go.
2: Piper bulge is an evil dance robot from a planet full of cruel, cruel overlords that slaughter people. I saw this woman, she, okay, so she like, she's dancing, she's dancing, she hits the floor on her knees, her feet go up, so she's on her frickin' kneecaps, full like 720 spin,
1: and then up. Yeah, and It was just like, what in God's name is that? Everybody, she's, she's gonna be the one that everyone's gonna be looking at this competition because she just fucking came in. It's almost like she came in out of nowhere and just decided to fucking slay everyone's guts and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, I took a snapshot with her and we're all smiling and we look like friends and I captioned it and I was like, I hate her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: showed her and she's like, yep, cool. Awesome, we're friends now. Like, I, told, I told
2: her that she's this cycle of Ultimate Queen's drag assassin. Mm-hmm. On the off chance that she's in the bottom, She's gonna be that bitch in the backstage doing the Chi Chi Devane, Kennedy Davenport stretch, the, oh shit, it's gonna go down stretch. And she's gonna uh, burn the house down, skin them, use that skin to dip in more kerosene, to light other things on fire. And then on top of that, wait till it's all a smoldering pile of rubble and then she'll go climb that pile of rubble and stand there and go, what? Half down boots. <laughs>
0: that was intensely descriptive.
1: <laughs> is it? Do you not know who Elsa is? though? this is who she is. For real.
0: I'm sort of like Katya, but luckily, um, way m- more sane. Okay, so how many people were eliminated from Ultimate Queen? Seven. Yeah, that
1: was. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was pretty confident in my number until I, we were up for elimination, like all of us, all at once, basically. Who had and I was like. No one lip synced. There was no lip sync. They literally just cut Seven Queens, and they were like, "Sorry, oh, you didn't make it." Oof. And you know what? There's a part of me that really, really fucking likes that because then you start cutting all that bullshit of like, yeah. Well, maybe I'll vote for her because she's trying. You know, it's like, oh no. screw that. Like a lot of the people who did not actually like do something exciting, which is no disrespect to any who were eliminated, but like, if you did not leave that big of an impression, they. Basically, just gave you the boo. Yeah, the star, Oh, know? totally. Like you, I mean, like community, community
2: college show, college show, high school show, bar show, amateur pageant, whatever. If you are not coming with something distinct to you that is like worth doing and seeing, then I'm sorry. You need to go home and Bria, sit yeah. down, yeah. get your shit together. Because mm-hmm. like I was there, I, I, you know, how much tracks gives me, Aja. It gives me anxiety, uh-huh. but I went and I stayed for the first two rounds. Thank you for that. And a little bit of the third, we can get into that later. Um, and um, I was like, some of them I was like, okay, she's moving around, like she's she has a little bit of confidence. Why aren't? Why isn't she lip syncing? I saw that so much. I'm like, why aren't you lip syncing? Right, that's kind of your job. And, <laughs> there was, and there was also like a bunch of girls that were like lip syncing, but they were all like down here, and it's like need to see your face.
1: This isn't the do all be all of drag in Denver, like, you can book your own gigs. Some, you of these girls, your own. some of
2: these girls this year
1: think it is, though, and I worry about them. I mean, it helps. Yeah, yeah totally. 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 You, I mean, if you're basing your entire Denver drag career upon a competition like this, then I don't really think you're gonna get very far. You're, like, you're not gonna have, like, longevity, because you're not building yourself up in Well, yeah, well look
2: with. at look at the last two winners. Look at what they did with the competition. And if, and I don't want to speak for anybody, but I feel like if I were to ask one of them what what really did it, and they're like, well, Ultimate Queen just got my name there, mm-hmm. and then I used that to start running with that. I'm not literally standing here because of Ultimate Queen, I'm here because of the, what how I used that opportunity. That platform, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that what Trixie and Katya say? The race happens after the show? yep. Like,
1: yep. Yep, that's so true. And freaking look at Evie now. She's like the empress of that club. Oh, she. I'm bitter towards her. She read me for my natural hair. So, if, Evie, if you're listening, fuck you, but I still love you. Goodbye.
2: I love you too, Evie, but <laughs> I swear to God,
0: don't glue cigarettes onto your nails again. <laughs> Alright, moving on um you guys saw my new shoes yeah what did you think of them <laughs> oh my god who made those they, those were custom made right yes so i had some shoes custom stoned um so i'm going to see Teresa caputo in a week a little over the a week. long island medium the long island medium and i got hairstyled like hers I've got my stone shoes like this her. isn't gonna be weird at all No it's gonna be great she's gonna read me and my dead people in my past so. <laughs> um, but I had them done by this really hot Australian that I met His name is Tate Ooh, Taint man. Tate Taint. Tate, no N. Etsy, Instagram. It's TC Design without an S. Definitely mention my name because he will give you some good discounts on those. But they're genuine Swarovski crystals, so they are really good. They reflect light amazingly. I just want and put they're iridescent in my finish too. Yeah. Uh... They're so pretty so definitely go check them out. Um, You can also check them out on my Instagram I'm going to post some pictures of them with uh, some links to his Instagram. So check them out tc design My mom and dad are about to celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary Um, So they're making donations to the unique foundation which you can find out more information on on LacyGeorge.com, but they're doing Kiss for a Cause, so all lip products that are purchased by midnight on the 31st um, will help go towards the foundation to help women that have been sexually and physically abused. So definitely drinks. go to com and check those out. Buy some new lip products. You're going to love them. And I'd like to talk about Squarespace. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you fucking would. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to have a quick... Rapid fire with Ilsa, and then we'll move into our Yay! discussion. We'll be right back. Bye. Did you know that this podcast is also sponsored by our live show bookings? If you haven't booked us at your local bar, comedy club, theater, or living room, why not? Visit com and click on the contact me link for rates and fees today. Or if you want to throw a couple bucks to us, click the tip a queen link. All right. And we are back. We're and, we're, and we're back. I want to back. Oh, it. Okay. I do you be. want to do it? Yeah. I'll <laughs> do it again. And we're back Alright oh, Cool Alright All right, so also We always have A series of Shit. Questions Yeah That we ask Our guests Guests I'm wearing checkings I'm sorry <laughs> um, So I'm gonna ask you Just off the top of your head Just real quick okay. Alright you ready okay. Beyonce or Britney Beyonce Wow <sighs> Why Yeah Um Does anyone said Britney yet?
2: I, I, know, I like, oh, like when, I was, when I was 11, I was down with like, oops, I did it again, but uh, Beyonce uh, has way better hair.
0: Truth.
2: <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> like, the, truth. like The fucking, the fucking drunken love video where I'm like, that is a full lace, human hair, that is so, literally unclockable. Also, it was in black and white, which is cheating, but... Uh, what
0: will your tombstone say? <laughs>
2: Just, just just, raspy, heavy smoker laughter. This.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're going to put that in the text. But that, I love that so much. <laughs> Look at the name of Katya in show. We will find a way. Yeah, this is true. Uh, what is your pre-show ritual? A whole show? Pre-show. Like, like
2: before I get to the show yeah. itself. Cause I, have like a, I have a pre-number ritual too that sure. everyone hates. Oh, okay. Pre-show is my makeup which you know takes like between two and three hours mm-hmm. but I usually watch like either f- like fame videos or like videos of Dina Martina or like Dina Martina podcasts because I'm obsessed with Dina Martina because I'm from Seattle. We got a lot of freak drag where I'm from. Yeah. And that's like my, th- I love it. Yeah. So yeah I, I like, like I, and then like towards the end of my makeup when I realize, oh shit I have 20 That I'll put on music, and it's always Kaput or Poison Season by a band called Destroyer. So that's like my... And in pre-number, which everybody hates me for, and they don't understand that I'm just psyching myself up, is I like to sit there with my cocktail, like walking around in a circle in the backstage going, I'm the prettiest girl in the world, I'm the most beautiful creature anyone has ever seen. And everyone's like, what a vain bitch. And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to make myself feel confident. (laughs) What's your favorite lip sync song? Um, My favorite was doing uh, Fade Into You by Mazzy Star, because all I did was wear a long gray dress with a long, curly, messy wig and, like, this sheer bathrobe thing, and I just rocked gently back and forth, and I made, like, 40 bucks.
0: Uh, What color is your aura? I think
2: orange is a good color. I don't don't know
0: either. Ash gray is what we got. Shut uh, up. I really like emerald
2: green, so I'm just going to choose favorite color as my aura. Okay.
0: What is your least favorite color? I hate pink. Ooh! That was going to happen. I don't like pink either, so...
1: I mean, I'm not particularly, I don't
0: particularly have a liking to pink, but oh, I
2: really don't like, I have one pink dress that I had to buy for a breast cancer benefit. I yeah,
0: I had to go out and buy pink for that, too. Um, out of drag, which RuPaul's Drag Race contestant would you want to sleep with? We were <laughs> killed. Sparks. Okay. She's st-
2: stunning. But now also a little bit Valentina, because I've been, I've been getting kind of into twinks a little bit. <laughs> Usually I like the middle-aged and never so slightly
1: muscular. It's funny because I was watching the episode with my boyfriend and his sister and his sister was all, Ooh, he's really cute. I was like, Ooh, she's all the Valentina chick. I was like, really? I was like, okay. You <laughs>
0: cutie that one. I was thinking of like Dead Poets Society. All right, let's move into What Grinds My Gears. What grinds my gears? Um, uh, we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. Okay, yes. 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 Why the fuck is she hosting? Race. Mm.
2: She's super popular. and know, she's also very popular with gay men, and she has a huge following in communities of color. There's that.
1: Yeah, but <sighs> no. she's such a
0: butt. Here's my thing: is I feel like since VH1 has decided to air it, it is no longer aimed towards the gay community.
2: Oh, I don't think it has been for since like.
0: Well, what? when it was There's on logo, it was still like we just we got more mainstream, but now it's definitely like we don't really give a shit with the gays think as long as the people that are well, actually trying and
2: H1. logo are owned by the same pair I know. Of company.
0: but now it just seems like they're not even trying to market I think, it.
2: Well, you know what I think? I also think it's worth pointing out that was the, what are there other shows on logo? yeah but
1: I mean not good ones.
2: I think it was I think it was not making I think it was the only thing making money there. and it's it became a valuable enough property that to move it to a larger network.
0: agreed. The thing is is that Wendy Williams is transphobic super transphobic. she's. Been on record, multiple times. I mean, like, I know
2: Caitlyn Jenner is a shitbag person, but we don't belittle her as a woman or right. a
0: transition over it. She's also annoying as how Caitlyn Anwin. <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: what was Sharon's in Oh, hey, kiddo! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, this, this, this is a sling this is It's like a golf shoe with a dagger on the end!
0: The God. thing that also really annoyed me about Wendy she threw Williams, her, her, to her aviance. Aviance. Yeah, three times.
1: Three times? I thought this was only one time. One time
0: threw her out. Second, invited her back for the Halloween show so that she would fit in. And then the third time came up and wouldn't let her back in because she was in costume. Super She's
1: transphobic, not really an ally or a benefit. I I feel like she uses the gay community as a crutch for her to like. feel feel like There have been a hundred
0: drag queens that have come through RuPaul's Drag Race and not one of them was thought of to host this. Michelle isn't hosting it? Like, what the f- G- G- What? Jinx. Did, did, did any, any, any- Even a girl that hasn't
2: been on Drag Race. Call Coco Peru, goddamn it! Yeah, so. for, real.
1: for real. Or Lady Bunny. I think Lady oh, buddy hilarious. Buddy hates Drag Race, though. Does she really? <laughs> yeah, but that's
2: why it would be funny. Exactly. I want, oh my god, but who's Heclina?
0: Oh
1: my god. <laughs> He's on Atletics. Some, Sherry! But, Sherry could do it? Yeah people who have already a reputation that don't necessarily like have needed the show yeah. and respect and respect the girls that straight up don't need television to
2: have
0: a career so we're gonna move into our main discussion. <gasps> Uh, we brought Ilsa in to talk about relationships Ooh. because Lexi is in one and Ilsa is in one or twelve or. You're three. you're
2: hey you have you have been in I a, have not
0: been in one in four years. No, you are married to your own sadness, and you are quite the pair. Well,
1: I mean, look, <laughs> the reason why we brought up this discussion. What? <laughs> <laughs> why did you bring it up? Is it because of am a hoe? Is that no, what you're no, at? I just I don't know. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, just because. If y'all know me and like my, my boyfriend listens to this podcast and there's Hi Myron Hi hi baby There's there's segments of my past that he's not very fully aware of right hey. I just want to talk about relationships because like I don't I didn't ever in the past ever see me, myself in a stable committed relationship like the way well, I Well you're know. a drag queen we're, we're not supposed to have them. It, it's weird. I know. It's weird. And see, that's another topic we can touch on. It's just how we're treated as queens by other gay people as in we're not attractive or like, oh, I don't want to date another girl. It's like just because I emulate a woman does not mean I want to be one. You know, that's that's on a whole other thing. I crazy. mean, I want to be a woman but not in a transitioning kind of way but
2: just like – Women are so fucking cool.
1: Right, right. So you want to? And, can, and, and let's admit
2: it. You've seen me in all done up. That is a bitch you would want to keep around. She probably sleeps upside down in a
1: closet. But we want to talk. We want to touch on topics about um, just any kind of topic we can talk about in relationships. Um, traditional well, ones, like the ones that I like. The one that I am in is a traditional relationship where you're a monogamous couple and you guys live together. You guys share finances. And then I also want to talk about some of the unorthodox relationships. You see, but unorthodox. I was, ah, there we go. That's the thing. What?
2: Well, it, it was uh, it was your language. Using the term like uh, traditional
0: or uh, unorthodox or an unorthodox are, are those no terms un- we shouldn't use. Uh, no, I don't think no, I don't think that. I think they I, do carry stigmas with them.
2: I, what I what I mean is I don't feel like they're. Is a wrong or right relationship? No, me neither. Yeah, and it's just—it's just like it's sort of frustrating because like I was—I was actually reading an article, and it was talking about like in psychology and like relationship counseling, and like statistics on relationships. It's actually very difficult because terms like infidelity, cheating, um, traditional, orthodox, unorthodox, all make the assumption that monogamy is like the automatic norm. Right. And I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, everybody's a hoe if they just admitted it. Because, I mean, I do think that. But, <laughs> but Okay. <laughs> well, what, what I'm alluding to, listeners, is my husband and I are not monogamous. And uh, occasionally we date other people. Uh, so far together, we prefer to date together, but we're comfortable. Separate. But you and Myron are very fulfilled with each other. Yeah. In that capacity. So there's no, there's no issue there.
1: Right, because we have we have this unspoken dialogue between each other where we're really comfortable going to each other for the things that we need. Like we've gotten now to a point where we actually make jokes about like I, like we'll watch TV and we'll be like i will be like you think he's cute, huh? Because he looks like a little boy and he's all no, yeah. Did you just let, tell us something about Myron that we might
2: not need to know?
1: It was a joke, but. <laughs> Because that's not really what happens, but we joke about it now, but we're, before that we means, first that, got together. That means you're starting – that means they're starting to have
2: to have those – that you're starting to have that dialogue, which is healthy and good.
1: Yeah, because it, it's like when we first got to there, it was taboo. It's like we couldn't talk about – like if I, if I started talking about somebody that we both knew were attractive, there would automatically be this kind of resistance towards having that conversation because then that's that – Unspoken dialogue of like, well, do you like him? Why are you talking? They assume him? it's
0: me you're talking
1: about. No, no! Yeah. Oh my god! Myron was
0: jealous because you were always at my house, so don't even. Well, you guys are
1: similar body type, and I was always at your house, so there was there. I mean, I'm not gonna say that he had a point in getting jealous, but I see why he would get my jealous. God. So. But
2: I don't understand why you why anyone would get jealous. Like I, I didn't marry my husband for his genitals and his downstairs. I married him because I love him, mm-hmm. and like keeping a rein on his genitals is not going to be fun or fulfilling for me. Also, I love his host stories because he gets up to some weird shit. Yes, he does. Not really that weird, but he well, he's a little more f- uh, fetish oriented than I am. Okay. So there's just some stuff that is like outside of my realm, like you know where you know like the Venn diagram of our sexualities totally jet like lines up like eighty five percent, but there is a portion that is outside of mine. So absolutely, I'm like, well, no, go for it, babe. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you sit here. And go. I'm not gonna make you sit here and eat a salad when you're interested in a steak this evening. Right. Right. See, I you just called, did I just call myself a salad? Yeah. So, I I would have thought you would been a steak, but that's just. Yeah. Well, um, I am real thick in uh, the back and the
1: front.
2: <laughs> she has a needy tuck, and uh, not only am I unashamed of it, I like to rub it on things. Yeah. That is
0: true.
1: Okay,
2: alright.
0: So what is the key to a successful relationship, whether it's two people, three people, twelve people? Communication.
2: Communication doesn't just mean like talk, it means figure out in your own head what you want, what you need, seek that out, communicate that to your partner partners, Like, like, when people are, like, dating, and they're like, And you just getting to somebody mixed messages from him. Like, it's like he'll text me, and then he won't text me back. And then I'm like, I thought we were, like, going somewhere. It's like... You need to be honest with your... Don't be, like, oppressive with your feelings. But, like, if you've been on
1: a couple dates with somebody, it is totally okay to say, like, I'm really having fun. I'd like to keep doing this. Right. Communicate... Yeah, and, it, it, like, you, you, I think you hit the nail on the head is having that inner dialogue as well, just making sure that you know what you want out of a relationship because if you don't
2: know what you want you're gonna torture yourself and drive yourself crazy
1: and that whole thing of like i'm getting mixed messages like i actually had a discussion with a co-worker about this because she's like i really want to talk to this guy they started talking they talked for about three hours nothing happened and then she was like what the fuck? and i was like well what do you want out of this she's like i just want to have sex with him at this point then
2: why didn't you jump on him I mean, why, Or yeah. say it Why don't you just tell them I just really want to fuck Like if you tell I, that person that up- st- I think straight people really struggle with that I think straight people really struggle with that I don't know why Like straight men, straight women They're like oh, no, just, like, dude you clearly just want to have sex with her but You, just, you, you just communicate that Say yeah. like hey I don't want to date you I just want to hook up Do you mind? And if they do well then move on to the next Yeah. One. Oh god people who can't take rejection That shit is hilarious to me like, I get it. It sucks to be rejected, but it's like, they didn't just say you're a shitbag person and you don't deserve to live. They said, I'm not interested. Right. Totally different. You're not the kind of sushi I want. Oh my God. I, I just, uh, yesterday this guy was talking to me and I was, and he was, and he was trying, not, not interested. And I said, oh, I'm not really interested. And he flips the heck out and he's like, I wasn't even trying to do that. I just wanted to be your friend. And if that's how you're going to
1: behave, and I'm like, hmm. This is, this is where you see Ilsa tiptoe back. <laughs> this is not cool.
0: Um, I remember the song that way. I am not a more than one person kind of relationship person. Oh, yeah. I do not feel that it's for me, but I'm not one to shame somebody else for doing what they feel is right for them. Right. Oh, totally. Right? And so when my ex-husband decided that he wanted to go put his penis elsewhere... When we had not discussed him doing that, which that's communication, then I was done. Oh yeah! If we had communicated that, I probably would not have been into it. I probably would not have been like, oh yeah, go ahead, do what you need. But at but least we would have been open. We would have. There would have been something to discuss versus the betrayal that is felt when you get cheated on.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm well, so, so well, uh, I'm so good. At, I'm so good at relationships. Like, I mean, like, I am suck at being married because I'm a neurotic lunatic, but, like,
1: other people's relationships of like, yeah, but isn't that most of us, though? Because I feel like I give really good advice, but then I listen to myself, and then I'm like, you don't even fucking follow your own advice, bitch, like.
0: So, Lexi, for you, <laughs> one-on-one relationship works best for you, you think? I think... What works best for me is as,
1: like as long as I'm on the same page with my partner, which like coming into this relationship, I could read Myron. I was like, he seems like a one-person kind of guy, which made me want to be that one-person kind of guy as well. Yeah. So we're both on the same page, okay. you know, and, and that's what works for us because we have that mutual respect and we communicate that that is what we want out of the relationship. So. But it
2: also sounds like you have you also have a structure in place where you're
1: continually in dialogue. So if things change, you're all aware of it. Yeah, because of, I mean because because I'm the type of person to switch off. Like I, just, I I'm the type of person I'm like, well, maybe I'm not interested in doing this in the bedroom anymore, can we like? And I've been really resistant towards that, mm-hmm. like in the beginning of the relationship because and I just thought I shut up. That. Shut up. Because I just thought that we had a structure and, you know, that's what we needed to keep going by. And then he started introducing new stuff and I was like, wait a minute, like, I'm not so, like, I'm not so fond of this. Like, what's going on? And so then that's when that conversation was opened up where he was like, well, we don't have to necessarily just do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. This is still being, like... Monogamous like we are with this. We're only doing this with each other like I see Okay, I get it cool. And so then that's when I was on board. So that constant dialogue that constant communication has to stay in place Otherwise, you're like, well, what the fuck? I don't understand what you're doing. You start arguments You don't want to be with that person anymore. Then you have to find somewhere else to live And I was like, no, I can just that's the only reason I'm still married. I don't like apartment hunting So what works best
2: for you Ilsa? I'm actually very flexible because Brooks, when we were dating, we were actually just like until we were married, we didn't live together, so we were just dating. And when you're dating, it's there. It isn't really like you can't do this, you can't because you're still separate, right? And we just and so like coming up to the wedding, we were like, how do we want to do it? And it was, it was exactly as howish as you would expect both of you. It was like, so are we gonna change this? And he was like, why? Good point. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know like our love is intact like he's still like on my days off he literally has to pry me off of him when he gets up to go to work because like in my sleep I'm like no so what do we think about hooking up I, I love it but I'm I used to be like pr- I, like I'm so stringent if you give me one iota of creeper won't speak to you uh, lately, like, what I prefer to do is be like, hey, why don't we meet, like, I'm gonna, because I basically live at Trade. I basically live there. If
0: I'm not, if I'm not performing this somewhere. Podcast sponsored by Trade.
2: Trade. Where Ilse Fove gets drunk and feels up middle-aged men, but handsome ones, not the gross ones, I promise. Right. Okay. But I think that comes with maturity and time right. learning to be like, I'm okay with this, I'm not okay with that. But I also love the apps. Cause it's like going through a drive-through. It's right. like, today I'm feeling, I want somebody like 34 to 35, um, medium build. Actually, how about a little bit of a gut today? That would be nice. I like a man with a gut. Cause it fits in that little divot above your butt, where your back curves.
0: How do you feel about hooking up? Or other people hooking up. You don't the, I, No, I mean,
1: hooking up, I think, can be a lot of fun. If you're, if you know what you're doing. If you're playing safe and you know what, I mean, Something that some people don't understand is that I used to do online dating when it was not cool. Like, online dating, I've been doing since the age of 14. Like Yes,
0: bitchgay.com!
1: I I had, like, a seven-month relationship with somebody in New York when I was living in California. So, I, I kind of know what the dynamic is when you're, like, on a social media kind of end and trying to communicate with another person. So I am really well-versed on whether knowing whether or not somebody's being really fake or not. Oh, yeah. So those are things you kind of have to be aware of, that not everybody's being genuine with you when you're oh. on social media. With that said, once you have that under control, it's about play, playing safe. And, like, honestly, it is like a drive through. It's like, hey, maybe I want some Asian cuisine tonight. Let me try to get, <laughs> see what I can get out of that. But,
2: like... Any twinks like um, a muscularly built hairy guy who's about 5'11", who is also a drag queen, who has a really great bone structure, hit me up,
1: what's up kids. I think when people hook up online, I think it still has a really negative stigma, and it's like...
2: Which is so stupid, because we used to do it in, like,
1: docks, and like, rest stops. And some
2: people still do, which is fine, I'm not Hi, shaming that. I
0: met that. Lexi, actually, she was giving to jobs <coughs> to Goldfish.
2: I'm not talk shaming nobody. Fuck fuck up, oh my gosh. I'm not shaming nobody, but I do feel like the options now are at least safer, as long as you're staying vigilant and staying smart.
0: Agreed. And that's the other thing about being in the gay community, is we do not have to follow... The quote-unquote traditional straight monogamous—that—that's its own coded weird bullshit, right? But that has to deal with again the heteronormative things because you society ta- and what you are not allowed to oh, do. Oh yeah, that's why like, that's
2: why dating is such a bitch when you're gay, right? Because we didn't go through junior high like we didn't. No, I get people like the world is so progressive now. Bullshit. A little boy could not kiss a little boy on the playground and run away, and everyone would not be chill with it, right? But a little boy can kiss a little girl or, like, knock her down, which is fucked up. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't let kids do that. And that's, like, cool. And straight people, like, they learn, like, you know, like
0: I have a boyfriend. We're 11.
2: Like, they have that. So gay people, we don't get to do that until much later. right? When it's actually, like, safe for us and we can do it where people are going to belittle us or make fun of us or whatever. And so we have to learn. And a lot of people don't learn. They kind of get stuck in that adolescent headspace. These are the ones that are, like, Tuesday. Going on a date tonight, I'm really excited. Tuesday at midnight.
0: I that's think so he's fun. the one.
2: Yay, and finally I'm not gonna be alone anymore. Two days later. He didn't text me back. All men are garbage. Right. And that's why we have that. Is because we yeah. don't it, it's hard to learn and you have to pick up
0: those skills. That is very true. That's very true. And a lot of gay people don't learn that at all. And they make problem. it everybody else's problem. Right. Where I am the exact opposite. I know I'm a good boyfriend. I just don't wanna fucking date. I don't have It's time. exhausting. I know, I know I'm, I'm a good boyfriend. I know that I'm a good husband. Oh, yeah. I just hate the dating part of it. If I could skip that, that would be great. But that's but also you, but the you best But you need that part. part. Oh, it's the funnest part. It is the best. It's just, it's so tedious sometimes. It was really, really fun
2: because you get to, because when you know you get to to like plan stuff, it's like, oh, I get to cook a nice dinner. Like it's fun, but it's also very stressful. And for Brooks and I, we realized he wasn't a good fit because we found ourselves vying for his attention when we were actually, when we were being treated very equally. But we clearly were like different levels of investment in this person. And that caused conflict between us. And we were like, we can't do this. So we told him we're not seeing you anymore, and he was like, "I don't understand." And I was like, "It's fine. Like, there's we're just dating. Like, no hard feelings." And right. I think that happened. And now Brooks and I know we need to make sure that we're seeing someone that distributes their time a little better and actually is explicitly comfortable and interested in dating two people. Yeah, especially two. And I and I and I don't I don't envy mm-hmm. any boy that we hit on because. It's like, oh, it's like I'm dating two people, but they're together all of the time. And I don't know if you know me, I worry about the, like every time I talk to a guy and and it it sort of moves in that direction, I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't think that I'm immediately talking shit behind his back because I am, but I don't want him to know that. I
1: just find it really funny that we're talking about this because I just talked to somebody and they like gave me basically their life story in like five minutes and I thought it was really interesting. So it turns out that she is married, right, to a man. She's got her children. Cool. But she just started a relationship with her girlfriend. So she's new to like the whole like gay scene. And she's like asking like where to go. if She should go to Charlie's or she should go to blush and blue. And then I was like, wait a minute, like, I'm confused. You're married. And so then we got into that. But she's just like, I don't know what to do because this is new for me. And like, I don't necessarily want to break up with my girlfriend because of my kids. Because there's also no guarantee that my husband's going to take me back and I've never been by myself before. And I'm like, well, look, look, I'm like, you just need to talk to people. You need to talk to your children. I like, I don't care how young they are. If you put it in simple terms, they're going to understand where you're coming
0: from. Hashtag we need to talk.
1: Exactly. Hashtag we need to talk. Like, we need to talk. Like if, even, even if they're six years old, if you just plainly explain to them, like, I love this person, like, I just hope that you can, you know, respect that or whatever, however you can put it in a, in a way that a six-year-old can understand, I'm pretty sure they're going to well, understand. I think, I think people project a lot of insecurities on the kids. They're sure. Like, How do I explain gay people? You don't have to explain shit. Kids, kids actually get things pretty quickly and are really chill. Exactly, yeah. And that, that's exactly what I told her. I was like, you'd be surprised the kind of thing... Things that kids understand at a very early age, you know, and so having that discussion with them. I think you're over Analyzing it. I think you're overthinking yeah, it. You're, could letting, be really you're letting
0: really healthy for her kids to see that You can have a type of relationship one way or another you can have more than one and things change Things change all the time and if you're using age-appropriate terms to help describe these things <laughs> Mommy
1: just really likes when what's-her-name gets knee-deep in her
0: mouth I don't think she's going to be using those terms. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Not, But maybe. But maybe. And that's her prerogative. But that will, like... Imagine what this is going to do for her kids to be like, look, this is how this works for me. This may not work for you. This may not work for grandma. Mm -hmm. But it works for me. And you're going to one day have a relationship that's going to be really healthy. Yeah, I think... Because we're communicating.
2: community I think the more kids see
1: and the more opportunities they're given to learn, the healthier adults they'll be. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not treating anything as if it's a taboo or anything, you know, you're not bringing a negative connotation into something that they're not aware of, you know, they're just going to learn from it. Kids know gay people exist. Yeah, kids
0: kids know bisexual people exist. I wish that more kids knew that bisexual kids existed. But
1: but do you know what, they at least understand that, you know, there are people who like people of the same sex. I was, I mean, I teach kids as part of my part-time job, and there was this kid who lit, like i had long nails on and they're like hey i like your nails just imagine like a fifth grader just with a deep voice hey i like your nails i was all thanks man anyway i'm gonna show you how to hide your brows today like it like <laughs> it, was, it was treated like if it was nothing and honestly like i had to take a moment to like because i wasn't half expecting the class to, to get be, like, beat up yeah i was kind of half expecting to like get bullied by like a bunch of fifth graders and like start getting laughed at and I had to stop and wait and everybody was just like, okay, moving on. And I was like Well granted, they are also there for makeup class. Mm,
0: yeah, but But still you projected that insecurity onto the Well generators. but but we have
2: but we have those insecurities for a reason. It keeps us
1: safe.
0: Right.
2: Not always, but yeah. yeah. Like 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 when I'm at trade and I'm in drag and I'm really pretty, sometimes there's these cowboy motherfuckers there that are like from like Wyoming or whatever. Sometimes they're super polite and they're like, you're a real pretty, miss, can I buy you a drink? And other times they're like <sighs> And it's like, all right, I know to avoid you because you're gonna get wasted, decide you wanna like hit t- tap this, but then you're gonna decide that makes you angry and you're gonna take it out on me. Not gonna do that. I'm gonna hang out with the one that keeps calling me miss and keeps buying me tequila. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is, there's this one guy, he, come, he seriously like takes his hat off and like full, con- like Western, like cowboy movie, Straight up takes Oh, you do look lovely tonight, miss. And I'm like, <laughs> all
0: right, blonde. Well, that was fun. Ilsa, where can we find you online and around? Okay.
2: I am ilsafove.tumblr. Don't follow that because that's where I'm nothing but shady and mean. And, but if you're into that, go for it. Uh, Instagram, ilsafove, I L S A F A U V. I will be at Blush and Blue this Saturday at 10 p.m. And you can catch me at my hot, sexy, powerful, and interesting new gig as the host of Denver Blow Pony this month. On the 15th at Trade, we have Evenflo and Will Sheridan, who are both super cute, super sexy, uh, queer rapper type guys. Will Sheridan is like nine feet tall and I want to climb him like a
1: tree. I will show you a photo you will die Okay. (laughs) he's gorgeous Lexi where can we find you you can find me on the corners of Colfax just kidding Uh, you can find me on Instagram at LexiDiamond93 and LexiDiamond on Facebook there's a lot of Lexi Diamonds a lot of them are porn stars just look for the pretty
0: (laughs) drive and you can catch all of my contact information at lacydrawers.com have a good day everybody